1: so i uh i sleep in my room obviously um don't sleep anywhere else actually for a period when i was younger not even younger but three years ago i used to i used to sleep on my sofa
2: yeah i did that for a while why why do we do that well it's just kind of like you know you fall asleep and you don't want to wake yourself up to walk to your bed sometimes
1: no no i I actually chose to sleep on the sofa rather than my bed
0: Maybe it's just the sort of the thrill of
1: it's it's like, it's like it's budget, budget camping, of isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd make a I'd make a den in my living yeah. room and get in it. Oh, this is exciting. When was the last time you made a den? Uh, I don't know, but that's one of the most romantic things I think someone can do. You go and make a den with L- someone. A little pillow fort. Yeah. Well, oh could, my god, Tom, can we do that later in the Tower
0: of London? You could absolutely, yeah. We could yeah, we could do that. It would be a fort within a fort. Oh god, it's very Russian dull, isn't it? It's mm. very inception. We would be a fort within a fort. No,
1: I um so I, I sleep now with this this Dyson fan. That's a bit kinky. <laughs> <laughs> I do I sleep with it. And um it just blows air at me. Um and it does, it just blows air at me. That's what it does. And I thought you meant a
2: Dyson vacuum. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, like an dive. air blade. Yeah. Like he's ripped off a service station wall and brought back with him.
1: Get in bed. <laughs> Ripping off a service station wall would be so intense. Both your hands just nicely placed. Yeah. Uh, so we we have a um this Dyson fan that that blows air on me and uh, and anyway uh, it, it 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 really intensely made my throat really dry this morning. <laughs> That's, yeah, that was it.
2: Yeah, that was Story.
1: it. it is, it's true that I just, because I, it's so
2: hot. So now you need a humidifier as well.
1: What's a
0: humidifier? Um, It Takes the moisture out of the room.
2: It, it, it humidifies. What, okay. No, no, that's no. dehumidifier.
0: Oh, it puts the moisture in the room. So if your throat's getting
2: dry because of your Dyson Airblade, you need a, a dehumidifier... Dehumi- Mm-hmm. to, uh, it's to just, humi- humidify room. But my room, room is
1: so hot. I mean, is your room hot?
0: My um, room is boiling. Mine's quite sort of... Um, <laughs> what is your Stony room like? Stony and haunted. <laughs> <laughs> who was it that... Was,
2: there, was, it, was it Stephen Wright who had that joke He said, I want, to put, I want to put a humidifier and a dehumidifier in the same room and let them fight it out.
0: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a thing where... So... Um, um, outside my bedroom is the walkway where Elizabeth I, when she was kept... In prison, that's where she used to get her exercise. God, I love it that and she used to get her exercise by walking up or down it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because, that's, because the, the bell tower she was kept prisoner in is next to my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So every Sunday, there's a tour, a private tour. It takes it's a year and a half waiting list to get on this tour by the Beefeater for these people to go past. And it goes past my bedroom window. But it goes past at exactly the same time I'm sort of recovering from my Saturday <laughs> night and the chaos I've caused. And there's just like eight inches of wall that separates two very, very different worlds. <laughs> so it's on one side, you can hear the beefier going, and if you look out, the Queen Elizabeth would have gazed out here on her kingdom. Oh, Harold, it's so nice. And Then the other side it's like, you've got to get dressed quickly. <laughs> put, put that down, it belonged to Henry VIII. Like, oh no, it's really so grand, so lovely. You need to stop vomiting so we figure out which one of us is bleeding.
1: <laughs> I just love the fact, I just, that's what I really want. I want to have, when I'm older or a little bit older than this, I'm going to have a house with a moat around it as well and a drawbridge and everything. Really? That's, yeah, that's what I
2: want to have. Are you planning on making some enemies? <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. Tom Horton here. Hello, Tom. Yeah. Hello. 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 Welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, but also, listen, we haven't even mentioned the fact that you are a comedian. You were? You, do you I, know I, something I don't? Uh, yeah. What's happened? That's my career. No, <laughs> no, you Where's it a, gone?
2: You're a comedian. Hey, yeah. up, but I think the listener has gathered that by yeah. his yeah. just non stop gags. But,
1: al- but also, you mentioned at the beginning that you were part of a comedy Collective. show. Troupe. Yeah, so, 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 what did you guys Party used crew. to do? You said, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, were imp- yeah. you were in Brighton doing this. So, what would you used to do?
0: It was uh, it was an improv group. So we just sort of people would shout stuff out, and then you just make stuff up on the spot. No loaf of bread. Loaf of bread.
2: That's your going. game
0: now. Yeah. Oh, oh well. So like if if, if you want to do like a rap or something. Yeah. Everybody knows that I'm easily led. I go down to the bakery a loaf of bread. It's good. It's night. It's complete when I mounts it up and I get that wheat. Everyone, ah. I've got some greed I'll put the dough here and then I'll knead Everyone don't know this My MC rapper name is Hovis Wow
1: Are you serious? How's that? that was That's epic. unbelievable But hang on, how do you, so, so what goes into your mind when you, when you do that? How do you connect all the things? So there obviously must be a formula to it, right?
2: Yeah, essentially what called rhyming you, and rhythm
1: Oh no, because if you can okay, 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 fine. Give me a word and I'll, and I'll rap about it Here we go So
0: if you just like pterodactyl yeah come on.
1: <laughs> when someone shouts out you okay, go alright she- all, right, all right, dog Dog okay <clears throat> dog dog Okay dog
0: Yeah
1: <clears throat> Okay you ready? <laughs> so, I'm totally ready you ready? So yeah. dog Okay yeah. we don't need to be I don't need to be no, okay, this, this a cappella shit over here sorry. Okay <clears throat> When I was young I had a frog I also had a dog his name was Shelly He had a big belly <laughs> There
0: you go. It's nice. hard. How do, do, how do you link it all together? If you're going to do a really simple one, so like just four rhyming couplets, so it's A, B, um, C... Oh, sorry, A A A B B C C D D in the rhyming structure. What you want to do is you think of... If you have dog, so let's say your punchline at the end, let's say it's going to be lassie. Yeah. So you think, right, lassie... So you, you
1: think, so you got your word, you go dog, and then you think your punchline. Think your punchline. Yeah. So and what you, you want to do... To
0: okay. So then with the rapping style... Easiest way, you know, your punchline's Lassie, so that's your fourth rhyme. Your second best line wants to be your second rhyme. So let's say that's border collie. So the first, the first rhyme you do just can be a setup to the word, the subject, dog. And the third one, hopefully people are already going, oh my God, he rhymed the second one, so they're not really thinking about the third one. So you say, um, it's my job to come and rap about a dog. Oh gosh and golly, my type is a border collie. There is no need to keep him free. He's on my lead I keep it classy My dog's favourite name is Lassie So you just do that Oh yeah. do you
1: did. That's that's. Yeah that that's Does that make sense? Uh, yeah yeah, yeah Total
0: sense And, and that's, that's like a simple way of and so you That's got, one of the improv tricks
1: So you guys used to Go around the country Doing this How many of them How many there are? were you?
0: There were five Really? And then I Yeah And then essentially I. You were just, the Robbie Williams Would take that I was I was the Robbie <laughs> and the Gary <laughs> you, 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 you literally no, just I, went No that's very arrogant I um But I just, I I just wanted to start getting into written comedy. I think I'd done nine years of improv and I was like, it's all great. But I now just, I felt like I actually had sort of...
2: You wanted to refine a product.
0: Yeah, I did. Right, exactly. I was, I I think I've got a unique angle that I'm coming at life at. And I want to actually do some written stuff, not just dance, monkey dance. So it was like, it was time to go. But but that's so interesting because,
1: I mean, how did you get into that improv thing? Because you come out of... You know, you went to boarding school for the age of six. You went to university in Newcastle. No, in Kent. <laughs> I don't know what I said. That. You just—that was yes. <laughs> just, I was a uh, guess. It, it, guess. It, it, you it mentioned it, Newcastle earlier, when I went. He probably went to university there.
0: No, well, uh, so my, my boarding school was up in the Lake District, so north in Cumbria, the, in Cumbria. Yes. God, I fucking hate the Lake District. Yeah.
1: I I can't no. Honestly, it's the worst thing in the world. I I hate it. That's, do you hate
2: you hate the Lake District. No, I tell you why I hate it. And everyone it. there.
1: No, I I love all the people there. I just really don't like it because we had to do and we spoke about this with Tom Lucy. We had to do CCF there, mm-hmm. and it oh, was yeah, the most horrendous thing. Hills and fells, yeah. Oh God, Windermere is- and all those ones. Yeah, I told you my friend I, I told this to Francis My friend ate a peanut Because he wanted to escape And was airlifted out Oh because he was uh, allergic to peanuts He was allergic to peanuts <laughs> My friend Jim Ivory Started crying Because he was canoeing On the water and It was so cold <laughs> um, I had a fight with a friend Up a mountain Because he said I owed him money I mean the whole thing <laughs> Yeah yeah
0: God it was proper How Trench warfare How did you warfare, wasn't me here. Yeah, here
2: Yeah yeah It really was trench <laughs> like, Everything about it was bad We had this boil and we had this... What, So he came and found you On your CCF trip <laughs> No he was on so the you owe
1: me some money we, we had these like We had these like we had these like, bun- <laughs> we had these Bunsen burner things and we had the, the, this fleece, the only thing that was keeping me warm. Bunsen burners? Yeah, whatever it is. You know, those things you have that do- stove. No, it wasn't a stove. It was basically a Bunsen burner, like an intense Bunsen burner. Yeah. yeah. That you then have, yeah. yeah, And you what you would have these things called boil in the bag, which would basically be beans and sausages in a bag. You put it in hot water and you would- It's all in the it. name, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, I leant across this- Bunsen burner and I didn't realize that my whole fleece just burnt all the way through so then I didn't have a fleece so I was freezing, my sleeping bag, was. I then went and took a shower and the person in charge of us was this guy called the RSM, who was about six foot six and Scottish and very scary. I walked in the shower. He was completely naked having a shower. And because I was an English school public school boy, I thought, why does he have to have a shower with him? Yeah. So I walked in the shower <laughs> and we just had a shower together. He was like a 50-year-old man. Wait, you had I a shower with
2: some man? Well, yeah. The regiment man. sergeant major. Yeah, well, very...
1: Sergeant major because I was too nervous to leave. <laughs> so I just had a shower with him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the same same shower yeah. Not we like dragging a communal... up a lot of skeletons it, it, from public it, school past it aren't. was a communal shower but it was just very only one of the showers was
1: working so
0: <laughs> i had to wash him could you do my back please <laughs> yeah so i really didn't like it i had to do ccf as well and obviously my dad being the head of the military there was quite a lot of pressure put on me it's like maybe... to be good at ccf <laughs> yeah. i was the only kid on ccf train that lost his gun <laughs> and we came back. And they're like, "Horton, where's your gun?" I was like, "Oh yeah, um, had no idea actually." Wait, so wait,
2: what rank were you in?
0: Oh, I was a cadet. I was like a tiny yeah. yeah oh, I didn't. Right, I was yeah. no rank. Also, how can you be good at CCF? Oh,
2: what? Of course, you can be good. Can you be good at it? Uh, no, it's just about how keen you are.
1: Yeah, that's it. Just like, how, how yeah, you're committed really you are. really
2: keen. Then you're yeah. like, oh yeah, he's it's good. It's only how committed. He's good at CCF. But that.
1: okay, so so yeah. you went. So then you went to university in Kent. So how did you get into your comedy duo? Oh, uh,
0: five quintet no yeah quintet. is it quintet yeah, yeah. Was, sure um, <laughs> I, um, well I wanted to be an actor and then I just realised that all the roles I was going for were the comedy roles and I always had a problem with the fourth wall I just I could see the audience there and what I like do you know what I mean I was like
1: yeah. well, clearly they're there so you had a complex with the fourth wall yeah, yeah. exactly it's not real this is yeah. it Look, they're there
0: any sort of, yeah, me just doing any Brechtian play. Well, you're there, aren't you? I can see it. Um, and what I like about comedy, as opposed to a play, a play, you can do the whole play. You don't really know how anyone feels about it. Whereas with comedy, you get reviewed every time you tell a joke. It's the instant yes, feedback happens. Yeah. So I find that very fulfilling, and I like making people
2: laugh. I think it's the best feeling in the world. Like, it is absolutely the best when feeling. When you, you make a room full of people laugh. It's, it's, just, it's, it's insane. That, yeah.
0: When you get to that stage where it's rolling laughter, and you really feel like you are just holding the room... It's, uh, you get like
2: a dopamine rush, you know? It's, it's a drug.
0: It's yeah. 100% a drug and people get addicted to it in the same way you would any other drug. But, but, but also, I, I find
1: it fascinating that that was, at the beginning, you want to be an actor, you want to do these things, but that was your immediate point of call that who, did you come up with the concept? Did you meet someone who was part of the concept? How did
0: it, how did it come about? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. We to do the improv stuff. We watched Whose Lines It Anyway, which is a program back in the day, which is very, very famous. Um, still on, isn't it? Which is an yeah. improv uh, TV it's show, come back wasn't it? A bit, yeah. yeah, and they, they keep on, they keep on bringing it back to Edinburgh all the time as well, uh, and that was a big. A big inspiration. It was so funny back in the day. That it, was yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I always preferred the American version, actually. Yeah, yeah. Brian Stiles and yeah. Colin Mockery were absolutely... Do they
1: come the up with some just genius things? And expl- ins- explain the say. concept of the show, right? That, so that one, the
0: improv. So the, there'd be a, a host. Uh, it's all made up. The points don't matter. That was the catch line. Then there'd be four performers, and they played play just short-form improv games. Short-form as opposed to long-form means that you're just doing two, three-minute scenes, and it's very just sort of gags per minute. Um, it's
1: just genius because you just come up with anything and just yeah get it. and
0: it's it, it, you can play around the dinner table <laughs> and it's all, always different always
2: different it's, it's, it's different. always interesting
0: and um, yeah I just was infatuated by that it and I found a bunch of friends who were as well so we had an arts fest in my fresher year so we did that for an hour and we called ourselves Whose Line Is It Anyway then the next year we then started in the student bars and we called Whose Line then the year after we called us <laughs> yeah we really rebranded it was great and then we called ourselves Player By Ear and we did another university campus as well and then you went sort of touring we had like two universities that we used to do it in and then we try and do gigs outside did you get some sort of fame doing that within the university circle within the drama society (laughs) we were quite a big deal i don't know if the rugby team cared so much for us but you know uh, and then in my final year so i then did a master's degree in stand-up comedy
2: Really? You did a master's degree did, in stand-up yeah. comedy. Where?
0: At Kent University. Really? No
2: way. What, yeah. what does that
0: entail? What do you do with a master's degree in standard comedy? Um, so for the actual um, master's degree, you had to do a new 10 minutes every week at the student bar. They had their own setup. Then you had to go out and get yourself open spots and dictaphone all your... Um, your sets, then you'd get this big portfolio. Then you'd have to do a twenty-minute experimental show. Then a twenty-minute sort of—you'd have to do different styles. Then it all leading up to then doing a final twenty minutes, which would then be your twenty minutes you took onto the circuit. What the are record. you
2: studying,
1: though? People's reactions, the the, the mentality, the history of, of comedy. You know, the it's an art
0: form. It's the same as you know yeah. doing drama you can essentially.
2: Na- you can now do a PhD in stand-up comedy in America. I think. Yeah, I think
0: work. you can do one in Southampton as well.
2: Mm. Oh, really? Mm.
0: Wait, I, okay, so you went and did that. Imagine um, being
2: doctor of stand-up well, comedy. Well,
0: the guy who taught me is Dr. Oliver Double, who's the a doctor of stand-up comedy.
1: That is, yeah. uh, I mean, so he just understands everything about
0: the history of stand-up comedy. He has com- got a encyclopedic because knowledge. Because it's, it's, it's actually, relatively such a great guy.
2: Because it's actually a relatively new art form, right? Like there was the sort of vaudeville kind of thing yeah, well, in, in, think- in New York and then... Uh, and then, and then people kind of would stand up before movies and stuff, and do a bit, sure. of, do a bit of a.
0: I mean, I would argue it goes back as far as the court jester is the first yeah. sort of, yeah, that sort of thing. I guess, but, but,
2: but as in, I'm talking about more like stand-up, stand-up comedy, yeah, stand-up, stand-up. Yeah, no,
0: I think comparatively, yes, yeah, I'd say that. But,
1: and then, so what? So what happened? So you then you did your masters, you came out, and then you were like, right, well, I'm going to go and take like, this on the road. Bef-
0: before we left, so there, was a f- there were 15 of us in this play it by air group, and five of us. Well, actually, no, yeah. Four of us said, um, "Look, we actually think we could make a go at this if it's just the four of us." Then one no, of us so went, "Kick them out." Actually, my friends, I, I need to do it. My friends, so we let five. <laughs> all right, we'll take all him. All right, we'll as take well. him as well. Um, <laughs> he, he's now left. Um, <laughs> we, then, we, we then went to we moved to Hove and rented a house all together and started doing. a... Dude, a, this is insane! That's so cool. It was very cool, and then. We then got our first, we went straight up to Edinburgh. Then, our second Edinburgh, we got our, our first agent. And then, for nine years, we, we um, well, the first few especially, we lived together, we traveled together, we shared hotel rooms together. We'd, it was in and out of each other's pockets. It was it was a lot. Yeah, it's and really
1: for a lot. You're, you're, you're a traveling band. Was it all, mm. an all boys group? or All
0: boys group, yeah. Five lads and four. Lads um, tall. Yeah, and five very strong personalities as well. So, as much as we loved each other, you know, over the nine years, uh, we, did, we got. TV and stuff and everything. We were the first proper improv group to break um, the circuit. Um, they're still going. They are called the noise next door. They're very good. You should get the should noise, go. Dec- the next, noise door. next door. One hundred percent. Go and check them up. up in Edinburgh. They're really great. Uh, yeah. And I, I still and watch them. Yeah, they're great. Um, actually, they do a show in Edinburgh called the Noise Next Door Comedy Lock-in that I do that has guests on, and you'd be absolutely perfect if it. Oh, yeah, I'd love they, to. They would it, love yeah. to, to have yeah. you on. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and I st- so I, I still I still um, I guest on their show and I occasionally gig with them for certain certain gigs like if some of them can't make do, it now. do you miss it um honestly I I miss the camaraderie and the friendship yeah, and all yeah. that but I don't I, I'm having such a good time doing what I'm doing that I, I
2: you like all the attention on you <laughs>
0: Oh, and the money yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah I'd have to split the money five <laughs> ways. That's really good. But but that's but that's also because I, I assume you probably
1: were selling out places and things like that. But you know, as you as everyone knows, when you do touring, uh, money is hard to come by and things like that. So, and you got five of you doing it. It must it's be an, it's yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Well, the, experience. They,
0: the, we used to clean up on the corporate scene because uh, it's perfect for corporates. Yeah. And they, and corporates and pay again. like corporates you know. are very very lucrative. Um, and you know, it's improv. So it's what, what do you guys want? And it's the company will love it rather than quite often a company can get a comedian and they're pretty brutal. But also in, improv, like
2: you you can actually take things that are from the sort of corporate culture and, exactly. and actually then exactly. and, and they find it fun, far more amusing. Yeah. There's something about like things appearing to be spontaneous that audiences attribute more value to. Oh, and actually, I think it's actually more satisfying when you come up with something. On the f- fly, ad libbed, and it's and it gets a
0: big laugh. I think that's interesting because I think I did think that, and then after nine years, I actually then started really respecting people who have really honed and worked yeah, 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 on yeah, something, yeah. and then when you've really shaped it. That, so I, I think that is just a case of two sides where, 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 coin, where yeah. you're coming from yeah, but, yeah, I, yeah. but I I certainly agree with in an audience if something feels improvised because then it's unique in the yeah. moment and people the can, audience feels special yeah yeah exactly go, oh my god this has never happened yeah,
1: before the, or, or when Francis and I did our Tour together, yeah. the, um, the things which were the funniest parts, most of the time we got the biggest laughs, were the moments that were improv. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so it's it true. Tr- 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 it. it's,
2: it's those moments that the audience think that is definitely improv. But then, the, and then, but then if you can take those moments and try to repeat them in a way that appears improvised. Well, and then, then you yeah. go
0: down to like when I just show you the structure of that rap, Yeah. Uh, then that appears. It, yeah. When I first did that, you went, oh my God. Yeah. But actually, now I've broken it down. It's so a formula. Go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. actually, yeah, but you still have to have a very quick mind. There's still a skill to There's still of course, a huge but-
2: skill, because... I, but it's like a muscle, right? You exercise it, the belly you get it.
1: Because, yeah, because if you say dog to me, I would think, uh, okay, a frog, log, mog. But you yeah. actually go, okay, collie... Uh, yeah, Greyhound, I, I, Lassie. How do I fit those we, together? We called it
0: Rolodexing. And what Rolodex is, you basically just do word association straight away. Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. get Batman, you just Joker, Batman Bill, Batcave, Penguin, Riddle. So whoosh, it's like far
2: a listing test technique. Yeah, right, yeah. You, you just get just,
0: very good at just going
2: straight but,
1: but, but, down. But like with all, I remember when I played poker at university, right? I played a huge amount of poker because um, I, I lost everything, but I, yeah. I kept playing. But I would then because I was playing it so much, I would think about cards, like cards the whole time. I'd always think about cards and what I would get and, oh, and different things I'd do. Surely with your one that you're touring every single time and yours is all improv and yours is all about connecting words, surely your brain just becomes so...
0: It's psychologically, that? Absolutely.
1: psychologically that that is super tough. It and I,
0: I, in my, in my sh- solo shows now they're very, very showy shows. It's very acty. It's very performery, mm. And it all sort of recall, callbacks and fits together in a big story. So it's, it, you can tell that I'm from a improv and sort of acting, performy background, mm. yeah, yeah. as opposed to a lot of stand-ups who are this is this bit, then this is this bit, and this is this yeah. And there's, there's no right or wrong way but of they, doing but it. But
2: there's quite, there's a real art to being able to weave it all together and those, yeah. those callbacks, you know. A
0: callback is, again, it's, yeah. it's quite a simple device, but when you do it, you're just saying something you said, and, and it like, works, and, and it's, people go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, but, um, that's an did art. I'm a, trying to make it look more, uh, look harder than it actually is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Did you have any, any any shows where it just was no one was feeling it, and it was just going horrendously badly? Where you were trying to do improv, Were you always just like on the ball, always ready to go?
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, some really terrible ones. <laughs> like I, what? I did, I this was embarrassing. So I, we had, we got because of my military connections, we got booked to do a Sandhurst dinner. Really? Sandhurst being the officer training camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad literally sat me down and went, remember, Thomas, on this evening, we aren't related. And I had to, I had to not tell anyone that I was his son just in <laughs> case it went badly. <laughs> and it went really badly. Um, Why did so it go so it badly? Like, it was like a 500-strong dinner party... We had one microphone between five of us. Oh no! They put us on during the meal, so you cut you. And I remember at one point trying to play Sylvester the Cat. I'm chasing this imaginary Tweety bird around, all these wannabe army officers who were just looking at me like, "You're a piece of shit," (laughs) honestly, and. but by one like, i hear your old man's the C V S. at the end
1: of the dinner at the end of the whole thing i was just gone by the way that's my dad and yeah, everyone yeah. Gone yeah. Like, and that would have been the most epic
0: thing yeah yeah i don't know if that would worked i think they might have deliberately you know oh my god do I feel you know this. who my dad is well fuck this <laughs> yeah. guy i think would probably have been the reaction well actually
2: <laughs> that reminds me when when we did our first show we had these uh, microphones you know it is. We looked like Madonna, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we? yeah. Well, we felt like Madonna. Uh, <laughs>
1: Crazy.
2: And uh, and the first, like, literally our first performance, we go out there and my mic friend stops working, and I, I guess when you're. You know, it, it, well, it, we just basically froze. Luckily, the, the there was a spare mic No, no, uh,
1: you you froze, and Francis instead of doing anything went, oh my microphone's broken. <laughs> 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 and, and, and I was like, what the hell? We had so many of those moments, and the other moment, which was just sounds like so amazing, is when I forgot my line, and Francis looked at me in the middle of the show and went, you forgot your line. <laughs> Uh,
0: right on that. Did note, the audience then erupt though? I don't they uh, yeah, know. they
1: did. Yeah, yeah, they did. But we, we were lucky because they already knew who we were, so they were very supportive. I think if you people don't know who you are, then it's very hard
2: to come. Yeah, back I that. mean, we we had, I guess, in a sense, already won over yeah. the people who came to see us. Sure, right.
0: right. I reckon I'd no. advise you a bit amount time, but I think the art of failing with style is a very yeah. big part of comedy.
1: Absolutely. And also, the fact that you can fail is always not a bad thing. <laughs> oh,
0: it's, it's a, it, it's a it, real that,
1: that's good thing. Also, if good you,
0: thing.
2: It, I, think, I think what I've realised is it, if you can kind of get good at failing, you actually fail fail less, right? Because you the fear of failure, uh, like the fear of failure is what makes you freeze and like you're more likely to fail. But then if you kind of play it out and style it out, eventually you just kind of don't fail as much. No,
0: no, and, and that, that's a win. Yeah. So
2: fail loads. To fail be, loads. <laughs> fail fail loads fail often. And, uh. Uh, right, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Francis, we need to have the answer to the question of the week. The answer to the question of the week? Do you remember what you said, what your answers were? Uh, mine was, uh, yeah, mine was... I mean, sorry, to remind you, the question was, uh, who was the last person to be killed in the Tower of London? By what method and in what year?
1: Okay, so 1968, hanging, and mine was Tom... Uh, yeah. And I was
0: 1986, <laughs> Hanging, and Martin Fufu. <laughs> well,
2: the answer is actually Joseph Jakob. Oh,
0: wh- where's was he, he a, from? Was he a Nazi? Where's He's he from? a Nazi. Nazi. Oh, and I got he, Austria. I he, got Austria.
2: He, he, um, he parachuted into the city of London and was shot.
0: He was shot. Oh, my God. Oh. What, what? In
2: 1941. That's the last person. You were close the first I time. I said shot, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. You said 1940, 50. I should have got... Yeah. yeah. Oh, no,
1: never mind. Tom, we got it wrong this time, man. Oh. Next time, dude, we're going to get it right. D- deal. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do everything in
2: twos. Wait, yeah, so, of course. So, have you ever seen uh, uh, Joseph Jacob... A Nazi? Have <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you ever seen a Nazi Lose wandering
0: around? Now, have you ever seen any ghosts there? you have any experience of ghosts? So, here's my joke. that um, my, uh, my house is meant to be haunted. Because apparently... Uh, so obviously uh, Guy Fawkes um, killed there Elizabeth I but also Sir Thomas More who's the head of the Catholic Church he was decapitated and buried there and in the dead of night if you're uh, near my room you can you listen carefully you can hear the voices of young women screaming Thomas More Thomas (laughs) (laughs) More Thank you very much. You very much. Yeah,
1: You're very not getting funny. another Thomas Moore joke on the circuit. <laughs> uh, right, Mr. Francis Bull, uh, it's time for your diary, oh, yeah. my friend.
2: I've been adapting well to my new li- new London routine since moving back to Notting Hill after my extended sojourn in deepest Wiltshire. <clears throat> Each morning, I wake up, get dressed, get out of bed, take a shower. I'll leave my smartphone at home on charge and wander aimlessly down to the cafe 100 yards away. Being an aimless wanderer, I'm always struck by the consistency of my final destination. Upon arrival, the girl will ask me if I'll have the usual. No, I'll say, but then order the usual anyway.
1: Is that some like weird flirting that you're doing? You just, and she'll be like, well, what the hell are you, she'll obviously ask for your order. You'll then say, no, I don't want the usual, but then order it. She'll be like, is he just rude? I think it's
0: gaslighting, isn't it? I think that's what (laughs) it is.
2: Like Sun Tzu used to say, the whole secret lies in confusing the enemy so they can never fathom our true intent. She's trying to confuse. The waitress is unfailingly confused by my order every time. So if we ever become enemies, I've got her right where I want her.
1: <laughs> I love that tactically, yes. you're, you're, you're trying to have a conversation with a waitress just yeah. in case she becomes an enemy.
0: Yeah. Mm. Do you do it on elevated ground so you've got the hierarchy? <laughs> Absolutely. I stand on the table. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've had to start insisting that she use a mug for my coffee though because before it was just going everywhere.
0: in our hands (laughs) 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 use a mug use a mug
2: so I sit there sipping my coffee and snacking on my sparkling water (laughs) (laughs) perfect with my pen in hand and pad atop the table and thinking of funny thoughts trying to make myself laugh for an hour anything that is even remotely funny I cannot afford to lose so I write it down after I've made a fish, sufficient dent in the day's writing, I wander aimlessly back to my house, pick up my jiu-jitsu bag, and wander aimlessly down to the Jojo, where I choke out Nambar unsuspecting victims for a couple of hours. <laughs> After that, I'll wander aimlessly back to my house, get changed, check my emails.
1: Is this Is this yeah? You just literally, you're literally taking us through a day, like you're yeah. literally walking aimlessly, and then check emails and
2: probably go to bed. And then, and then I will walk aimlessly down to a meeting.
1: <laughs> you're just now making it up, aren't you? Yeah, I,
2: I, I, that's right.
1: <laughs> very funny. Hey, um, hey Tom, <laughs> listen,
0: funny. buddy, I want to find. So, can we can we watch you on tour? Can we find you on tour? Can we get tickets anywhere? Edinburgh. Uh, you can. So Edinburgh is definitely the big thing. So I'm doing Edinburgh the whole of August at ten past eight in the Pleasance Jack Dome which I believe is just across the same venue as you
2: I'm in the Ace Dome I will be there so ten
0: past eight do you want to yeah should we'll definitely meet up a hundred percent man. that would be epic and where can we get the tickets from Um, the Pleasance website (laughs) (laughs) the Ed 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 Fringe website
2: Ed Fringe actually your tickets are quite unique because they actually come with accommodation don't they well
0: um, yeah yeah tour around the tower uh, for any no, 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 I'm not promising that at all. <laughs> that is absolutely, I just want to equivocally down the camera say, that is not the case.
1: Um, hey Tom, listen, I, I think, you know, you've done, like you said, you've done improv for nine years, I can't wait to come watch your show, it's going to be hilarious, I can't wait to come down and see it.
0: Thank you, it's, uh, it's, it's not improvised in any way, <laughs> but, um, but well, there'll be improv bits, but no, it's um, No, you've got
2: to say it's all improvised. It's,
0: it's all completely made up on the spot, <laughs> but if you did like some of the tragic stories about boarding school and boarding, then... This is very much a show that is pulling that apart. So I think um
1: No, did we honestly thank you so much. Hilarious dude, I can't wait to go and Woo! watch it. It's gonna it, be so good. It's <laughs> been a pleasure. Yeah. What
0: about you? Going Make sure one day. Okay, so also how can we follow you on Instagram? Um through the traditional methods of uh <laughs> pressing the follow button. But if you wanted to know what my handle was, Jamie, then uh, <laughs> It is at honorable tom. Honorable, honorable tom. tom and or Tom Horton, H O U T H T. I Cheers.
1: love that. Just go on to Instagram and just do the usual way. Just press follow at that <laughs> yeah. as well. Hey mate, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really do appreciate it's it been so an much. pleasure I- Thank you so much. What we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational.
0: Um, follow your dreams, have an aim don't wander <laughs> aimlessly <laughs> <laughs> uh, and fail often. <laughs> Tom Water,
1: oh. thank you so much. <laughs> See you later. bye great, great advice.
0: Actually.